Welcome to Planner Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica McWilliams. Behind every planner, there's a person. And behind every person, there's a story. In today's episode, I bring you an interview with Tabby from Productivity underscore Muse on Instagram. She also has her own Facebook group and page, as well as website productivitymuse.com. So you can find all of her contact info there. Tappy brings us over 25 years of planner experience. Back in 1995, she started with the Franklin Covey and is sharing with us her experience now being a member of the planner community in Southeast Florida. Before we hop into the interview, I want to share and promote Tabby's new class, which starts tomorrow. So if you are listening on air date, which is July 10th, 2020, the next day, so the following day, July 11th, 2020, at 1 p.m. Eastern, Tabby, the Productivity Muse, will be hosting a free mini class, which will be the first of a monthly installment that will take us into 2021. She already has 13 amazing classes. And you know what? They are free. She is just sharing her wealth of knowledge and building community through a Zoom link. You can find the Zoom link in her Facebook group or DM her on Instagram. Again, productivity underscore muse. And um, she's not publicly posting it, you know, because of the trolls and whatever. But be sure to hop in. The very first class is going to be about all the different hats we wear, basically our roles. And it is, a, I've already taken a sneak peek at this awesome w- webinar, which um, will really be a guided conversation and take you through really looking and putting a microscope on the different roles and things we say yes to and giving them each purpose in maybe a brand new way. And it has a free printable worksheet that comes with it. So what are you waiting for? Make sure to go to Productivity Muse on Facebook for the Zoom link. And you can also contact me. I can send it to you um, as well at PlannerLifestylePodcast at gmail.com. Or, of course, always on Instagram or Facebook as well. Um, okay. All right. Here's the interview. Hi, Tavi. Welcome to Planner Lifestyle Podcast. Hello. I'm so glad you're here and we finally get to meet in voice instead of in person. Um, one, because we're not from the same area. Um, and two, all this sheltering in place business. But it sure is nice to connect with you in this way. So I'm looking forward to having you share your story today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. You have quite a background in productivity and time management, project management, and of course the creative side too. You're like the total package. Aww. Will you tell the audience like where we can find you and just a little bit of your background, like what brought you to the planner community? Um, well, you could find it's very easy to find me over on Instagram as uh, productivity underscore muse. Pretty simple. I used to be Planner Dweeb, so some people knew me more so as Planner Dweeb. But this year, I wanted to reinvent it more so to align with what I wanted to do with life. So now it's Productivity Muse. Um, the Planner Community. Well, I'm going to tell you, but I'm just going to put out my business. Uh, I'm not young. <laughs> I'm 50 years old. So, uh, and I'm proudly say it that I'm 50. 
And I've been planning since 1995. So for the peeps that are as old as me, they might remember Frank and Covey. Mm-hmm. And back in the day of sharpening the saw, that was my first experience with it. And ever since then, 1995, somebody do the math on their hands and toes. That's how long I've been a planner girl. So we have, it's a deep well to draw from here today. <laughs> you have seen trends come and go. You have seen methodologies in, uh, probably invented and then decline over the time. Correct that you have been planning. Uh, What planner are you in today? Actually, I'm in a homemade planner. It is of my own creation um, because I cannot find one that is the right size that I like and it doesn't have the right systems in it that I like. So I made one. I, I got tired of walking around with seven, eight different planners and I just wanted to carry the one. So I invented it. Sorry, people. Well, no, because I'm sure, I mean, if you get enough, um, I don't know, do you ever think this might be like a leaning of yours to, if it works for you, maybe it'll work for someone else and offer printables or do some sort of more like publication kind of thing? Because you do have a website too, like, and you're in the e-commerce world for your day job. So yes, yes. Uh, Could you put this all together and... Uh, yeah, shops, to being a shop owner is not in my cards. It's just, it's not. <laughs> but if anybody ever wants them, actually, that's not a bad idea. Thank you for it. Just, the idea just popped into my head. Maybe I should put some of my printables mm-hmm. up on um, on my website. That would be mm-hmm. a great idea. So thank you for that yes, one. Yes, you're welcome. Well, and it helps to drive traffic just like in a like social media business building mm-hmm. mindset. Because, I mean, I don't know if people are over the whole list building, you know, and give, they have to give, um, you their email and then you can you know the whole like opt into a newsletter i mean we all get too much email but then again we all really like those printables so yeah (laughs) i I definitely i would definitely share and if anybody's ever interested all they have to do is ask me and i will send it to them it's not a big deal but the thing is because it's a custom size that is not offered by anybody it's hard to find something to fit it in that's the problem that i have Oh, sure. So what is your case or what is your cover? Well, my cover is custom made because it's uh, eight and a half inches tall by four and a half inches wide, which is a little bit bigger than a standard TN, but I'm using it in rings, not in a TN. And your daily columns, they are you, I mean, do you get more comments about how thin they are? I, when people see it in person, yes, but not so much in pictures. They're okay. like, oh my, because it, it literally is only one inch wide, but it's the same width as basically as any standard uh, traveler's company insert that you buy is mm-hmm. the same width. Okay. So mm-hmm. if you can, a picture, yeah, a traveler's notebook, a traveler's like the tallest yeah. standard. Yeah. they're And they're pretty tall. And so if you were doing a vertical in that, that's just, do you ever turn? Turn it horizontal and right, or is it always like how many letters can you get across in that inch? Like writing, Man, I could write really tiny and neat, <laughs> so I could fill in a whole ode to a. To, no, <laughs> I, I no, I really write very small and tiny, so I could fit quite a bit, probably like two words maybe, and of course I could abbreviate. 
but no, it, it works perfectly for me. I, I, I love it. I really enjoy it. It's easy to carry with and it's, it's something that I've been using for so long now that it's just, it's in my blood. <laughs> well, and it fits you like a glove because you designed it around your imprint, your fingerprints and like how your style works in your mind and the systems that you use. So I think that's really cool. Do you did you um, have a hard time finding paper or like did you know what kind of paper you wanted or anything like tell me about the paper process is I guess what I'm getting at. Oh, I love sexy paper. There's nothing better than a nice, smooth, white, bright paper. So I used the, I think it's the Hammer Mill Digital Copy Paper, the 28 pound, or is it the 32 pound? I don't know. It has a picture of an apple on the cover. Okay. I go to Office Depot and I look for the apple. And... Uh, <laughs> And that's what I purchased, and it's a very, uh, let me see, so much crafting paper, similar to the so much crafting paper. Okay. So those inserts, if you were to order from there, feel about the same. Yeah, I think it must be 32 then, don't you think, maybe? Because it, doesn't it get thicker the higher the number of pounds? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. like what, cardstock's like in the 60s or something. It's like... Cardstock starts at the 60 all the way up to the yeah. 120, I think. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a paper expert. I don't no. belong in Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> <laughs> Office reference. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there's some fans out there who's like, what? Yes. I love that show. Yeah. I know. I love it. Good. So you have a custom TN. Did you um, design the, um, obviously you designed the inside and you have the paper picked and, um, but as far as the, the outside case, um, did you I, I cut that out made. or did you? No, I had it custom made. I work with a, actually they are a shop that I adore and they are, believe it or not, in the Ukraine and they're called Sanati Factory of Joy. And they are Ukrainian and the people there have been nothing but fantastic. And whatever it is that I dream up, they come up with it and they make it a reality and gets to me in less than a month. So Whoa, that's service. yes, yes, they're fantastic. I mean, they have and they do hand drawings on the outside of the cover and they have done some pieces of artwork for me that are amazing. I will never get rid of any of my covers because this is just art. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's one of a kind. So what is on your cover right now? Like what kind of setup material and things like that? Uh, it's it's like um, Santa. If you're familiar with Foxy Fix Santa Fe leather, I don't even know if they have that anymore. That's what the color and texture of it looks like. It's like a, a very natural tan leather. And uh, on the cover, I have, uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. So if anybody's ever seen a picture of me on Instagram, I have Harry Potter tattoos all over me. And so on the cover of it is the Luna Lovegood sun, uh, specta specta spectacles, whatever you call them. Mm -hmm. And so it's all hand painted with Harry Potter symbolisms. Okay. And that um, yeah. really means a lot to you obviously if your your planner accessories um reflect that as well as your body <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i finally read through them over quarantine so wow. and i'm just 40 now so it's i mean they were they came out i don't know i was probably 20, 20 so it took ago. me 20 yeah. years later i finally read them. oh gosh i'm 41 i had a birthday oh well <laughs> 
after listen you're allowed to forget after 40 <laughs> well i was like when i was 40 it was like such a benchmark i said it all the time like i want to be 40 i want to be 40 i just turned 40 it was like such a like thing i kept saying they were like yeah it's been 10 seconds i forgot why don't you tell me how old you are again so i kept saying 40 40 40 and now that i'm 41 i'm like well i didn't really go around saying hey i'm 41 <laughs> i'm 41 you know so i was like oh yeah Anyways, did you do anything for your 50th? Are you into birthdays? Is that something that you recognize? Well, I or? wanted to do, a, well, Verona has me mm. not celebrating anything. So we just did an, a small dinner with my kids at home, my kids who are adults, 24, 22, and 18. And um, we just did an intimate dinner at home because... At the time that it happened, that's when we were in debt lockdown for the coronavirus here in, in South Florida. So we didn't go anywhere. So I'm waiting for everything to be lifted so I could go really celebrate. Yes, like live it up. Well, happy, happy birthday, Tabby. Thank you. Fifth, you make the 50s look very desirable and oh. like no big deal. Yeah, that's. That's awesome. Keep talking. I like it. <laughs> Girl, you're so pretty. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Um, actually, I jumped ship on topics. So I wanted to say with the whole J.K. Rowling thing and um, separating businesses from brands and how – would you share your perspective on what Harry Potter means to you versus, like, the authorship of those novels? <sighs> Man, okay, the vapors came on with that one. It, it was very difficult for me. Um, it's tattooed on my skin. I mean, come on. Mm. <laughs> That's how ingrained it is with me. So I really had to separate the author from the story itself. So kind of like uh, maybe like with the other things going on, you know, between the creator and the product, kind of mm -hmm. had to make a separation. At the moment, until I see change, I'm holding back on financially supporting anything Potter-related. Uh, I will support uh, independent brands, like independent artists that uh, use Harry Potter as a springboard for inspiration. But for now, anything that the franchise itself is not um, will benefit from, I'm holding off on it until I see change. I, I, I feel very strongly about that. And to, for me to take such a step, I mean, if you see me, it's tattooed on my skin. So it's, for me, it's hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's will, hard. You, will you give a brief recap for those maybe just not as in tune with what, what you're even referring to about uh -huh. uh, J.K. Rowling's uh, well, comments she, or whatever? Um, it all started with a, tw uh, a tweet, and I'm not the most versed on it because I really got the, I really went and looked at the diff the summaries basically. Hmm. And I did try to read through her 3000 word survey. So it all started with a, a tweet that she was asking uh, cis women, women who are born women. Uh, a, she put something about women who menstruate. Um, and it all started the way that she worded it uh, it excluded transgender women. And so so it all started a controversy mm -hmm. and she did not back down from it. You know, she's, she held on to, you know, what she said and she put forth a 3,000 plus word essay where she felt, you know, and it to a certain degree it is true, 
but to a certain degree, she's excluding a whole other set of women because the, the, the term women is not just, you know, if you're born a woman, a cis woman, if you're born that way. So I felt, I, I feel that right now it's very antiquated to think that way. Uh, whether, however a woman identifies herself to be a woman, go for it, you know, enjoy it. I, I admire it. It takes courage to, to step outside of how you were raised or how you think and, and say, this is who I identify as. So I don't agree with her, her transphobic views. So I am going to say from right now, I'm separating the author from the Potter community. And I'm going to continue to support the Potter community. Um, like I said, an independent artist that use Harry Potter as a springboard for their inspiration, for their own artwork, for their own stories. So yeah, that's what I'm going to do. That's what you're going to do. Hopefully that helped. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that, I mean, I actually think it was probably you just following you on social media that I was like, Oh wait, what? Cause mm-hmm. you know, if you're not, I mean, I'm not, I don't live in England obviously. And Correct. I don't necessarily follow that genre or you know I did read the books over quarantine but like that's about how far I mean and I've seen a few of the movies and things like that but um and maybe it was a major headline but with all the major headlines out there that one didn't quite grab my attention until so I know some people listening will be like wait what the heck did JK Rowling do you know that kind of stuff so go google JK tweet (laughs) and it'll pop up (laughs) well and it it brings us to a whole different sort of standard is are the entire commerce industry changing to like be value driven in our purchases you know if um like you know it 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 branches off to a larger topic and one that we're very familiar with in the planner community right now um do the actions and lifestyles choices biases um whatever sins whatever glories whatever whatever you want to say both bad good and indifferent they do um how much trickle down does that then you know give to us to to inform our purchases that way um and how many companies will we not ever even know um what there is you know it in these few more infamous cases, it's because they made their opinions very, very public. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that's that's what we can work with, right? Just what we know. And I, I think that the current um, social energy or the current situation that the world is in has made us all aware as customers that we have a, a social responsibility of where we spend our dollars and we have a right to voice our opinion as far as, you know, I work hard for the money that I earn. And just to give it away to somebody who's not going to appreciate it uh, or who thinks of my background or my family's background or skin color or anything is uh, that they don't see me at, in the same light as they see themselves, Um I have the right to say, no, you do not get my money. And I think a lot of people in the community now are becoming more aware of that, that they have a right 
to say, you don't get my coins or they have a right to speak up and, and things that before were kept quiet or people didn't say anything because they didn't want to cause waves. They're starting to speak up more. And I'm enjoying seeing that actually a lot. Be interesting to see if we become even more alert and we're just on our trajectory up towards this. Mm -hmm. Um, or if it stays the same, maybe it simmers down and we all forget. And then I'm not making a projection or a prediction. Yeah. I'm just, I'm wondering what's going to happen. No, I understand. I, I mean, it is part of, uh, if you, what is it? If you studied, um, I took a course on happiness and there is such a thing as hedonic adaptation, which means that after a while, you know, you have that moment of joy or you have that moment of, uh, and if any psychologist out there I'm saying it wrong, please don't quote me. I am not a professional psychologist, <laughs> but you know, that it, uh, we, we either hit a moment of joy or a moment of trauma. And we react to it. But eventually through, eventually we do get used to that joy or we get used to that trauma and we just let things go back to normal. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm also wondering, just as you are, you know, are we going to, you know, just get adapted to what the situation is and it just goes back to normal? Or is it really going to bring forth change? And, and you can't see me, but I have all my body parts crossed that, you know, some change happens. Change just doesn't happen. As you know, we mm -hmm. change um, sometimes quickly as new information comes our way. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes it's studied and researched and labored over. Um, and as far as getting back to like the, the planner and productivity end of things, mm -hmm. I'm kind of connecting it with just how do we make changes in our lives? Like how, have you looked at a, maybe a team project that you've led or a time management strategy that you've known um, that you were able to share with someone who maybe hasn't previously implemented something like that to evoke change either within a company, a family, an individual? Oh, I love this topic. I like to use Tony Robbins' teachings, um, Awaken the Giant Within, where you have to do, you know, mass change. But one thing that he also mentioned was, um, I'm going to tell you one of the stories that I used to give in one of my, my time management classes. Um, an airplane, an airplane, right? Um, a pilot goes from the east coast of the United States to the west coast. And the airplane gets put on autopilot because it could be programmed to make it from JFK all the way to LAX. The way that the system kind of works is that it's flying along, you know, following the course that it was programmed into it. But here comes the wind and poof, knocks the airplane over a little bit. And the system, no is continuously looking at all the different instruments, how high it is, how, you know, the compass and everything. And it's always, always aware of where it's going, but it's always adjusting to what the outside influences are because it knows it needs to get from point A to point B, right? Mm. That's how we also need to adapt for our habits, we know we want to get from, you know, we want to lose, like right now I need to lose a lot of weight. We know we need to lose weight or we know we need to be more focused in our evening 
we know that we need to do certain things as far as work for, you know, for work in general, we need to be more productive. The thing is to say, I am going to do it and every day touch base and fine tune your, you know, your path and make sure that you back, you somehow get back on track. That's the best advice that I could give is figure it out. So you could always come back to zero. So you can always, you know, put your little airplane back on, you know, on the route. Yeah, you have to know where you want to get to. Uh, you you have to, there's there are thousand and one goal setting gurus out there. But, you know, they all say your why. You have to figure out your why. And they all have to say what is your end goal. How you get there, different people have different methodologies. But just figure out where you want to go. Come up with a plan to get there. And every so often, go back and look at your plan and make sure you fine-tune it and adjust to make sure you're still on track, you know. That little airplane didn't make it from LAX, I mean, from JFK to LAX, just on a whim, it kept fine-tuning its path. It kept looking and saying, "Oh, okay. Oops, I'm I'm heading towards New Mexico. Let me let me let me veer back on track." Mm-hmm. So, we all got to be a little airplane. <laughs> yeah, be a little airplane. Yeah. Well, I wonder if I'm trying to think about like the planner community. It basically, essentially, like are our instruments, whether that be, would those be? the actual like hourly layouts would that be like what are we looking at like are we looking at how our decisions affect those around us like what ripples are kind of going out around us like how is life going or is it more like the instruments on the plane are the notebooks or the google calendar or i don't know productivity app or watching someone on youtube or that to me is very personal because not everybody is going to get to the same destination using the same compass. Mm. Um, some people are better at using an online app. Some people are better at writing long lists down. Some people are better at looking at using a planner such as the power sheets by cultivate what matters, you know, so it's very personal. So people have to, play around a little bit and see what they like with, but at least start with something, go out there, find one app, find one calendar, find one workbook and at least give it a try and see. And part of their checking their systems would be, Hey, is this system working for me? Am I really getting where I need to be? Um, for example, I have tried paper planners. I have tried digital planners. And digital planners and I don't get along. It's just, there's no connection for me with a digital planner. Uh, I have tried uh, a lot of these to-do list apps. They don't get, I, it, for me personally, to write it down in a planner and um, work it out on paper and it being in my own handwriting is very personal and it connects with me. But other people could be fine with just an app. And there's so many out there. Off the top of my head, I really haven't kept up with the apps. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's there are plenty of goal books. And the one that I go back to the most lately is the Power Sheets because I really do like the way that that one is set up. By Cultivate What Matters. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Yeah, that mm-hmm. one is very, like, they have a tending list, right? So it is yes. basically checking your instrument. <laughs> I mean, if you Every were to month. carry it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They compare it more to cultivating in like a garden and tending, yeah. but 
Yeah, it's a, just a different metaphor for checking in. Exactly. I have an airplane. She has a garden. Same difference. <laughs> exactly. Well, I wonder how often we in the planner community look at just the physical items as the, this isn't working for me. And then we'll jump to something else. Oh, that's working for her. Let me jump on that. Either whether it be a trend or a whole Ooh. different system or a setup. <laughs> but really what... Okay, I'm going to say this. I mean, doesn't I'm just going to say, like, what if people are mistakenly thinking that they're checking their instruments when they do that? Like, this system isn't working. This is me tending and looking. But really, it's like their lives that aren't, like, the paper just reflects what they're doing in their lives. It, I don't know. It, is that too deep? I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. You're, you're so on point. There's, there's two things with that one. Um, one thing that I've noticed, and by all means, please send the hate mail to Productivity Muse, <laughs> is that I see people jumping from planner to planner to planner because of the shining, you know, the shiny, the shining syndrome, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like squirrels, they see something shiny and they go after it. So something shiny, ooh, something new, ooh, let me go jump on it because I think it's going to be an automatic fix. But really what they need to look at is not so much the system, it's their mentality of how they're approaching it. If they think that this piece of paper is going to magically fix them, uh, nah, it's not, it's not so magical. It's, it really takes uh, inner working for you to sit down and think and, and put your mind in the right place and develop the right habits. And that, that all happens in our mind. That does not happen on the piece of paper. The piece of paper can help us track, you know, what we're thinking, but yeah. And it can bring us back, like if it's something that we're really interested in, we're interested in the feel, Mm -hmm. you know, we're sensory beings. So like, you know, is your cover something that smells really good to you? Does it just bring you joy? So you're looking Mm -hmm. forward to opening it again. Like I I do see all all of those different sides. But just as we were talking about the checking in and then recorrecting, I sometimes wonder if all those purchases are like recorrecting recorrecting to get them in their ultimate goal but really it's just like uh not they might be checking that instrument but they're not traveling to their destination do you know what i'm saying like it's not necessarily going to get them all that closer but i mean i've i get it um sometimes you just need to see something in in your hand like Mm -hmm. um how like you we mentioned earlier how big is your handwriting some inserts just look so great on on instagram or you might even maybe see it at a in-person meetup when those were a thing um and then you get them and you're like i can't even see this tiny little box like this is just not for me and so then checking in and going okay i'm going to move on from that i'm either going to get a bigger size or a different method um you know is it sometimes just practical and i and i get that too and sometimes just part of the hobby and part of the enjoyment like i i hope it doesn't come across i don't think either of us i mean obviously this far in the planner community are going to be like i don't understand buying new stickers (laughs) like okay we get it but i guess it's for the people who are really wanting more they want to get closer to their destination but find themselves being stagnant or going backward and then hoping that those other purchases would would get them to their destination when really they're just maybe more instrument checks or or whatever yeah i think our our community has all kinds of different types of planner people 
um, people that are in it because they really just enjoy the collecting of it. You know, they, they enjoy having every single Happy Planner version that ever comes out or every single EC cover that ever comes out. They like collecting. Um, but there are some people that are also doing it because they want to improve a certain aspect of their life or they really want to be able to get all the things done that they want. So there's a mix of a little bit of everything. And then there's some people who, like you said, for me personally, the reason I decorate my planner is because I it brings me joy to open it up and go, oh, look how pretty. But it's still functional for me. So there's no right, there's no wrong answer. I, I really don't think that. Um, but I people ask me sometimes my opinion and I give it, especially those that are like, oh, this is just not working for me. You know, I, I'm not getting anything done. But then you, every time you go to a meetup or you meet up with them and have a cup of coffee, they have 10 new planners. And it's like, that's when it's like, I feel like I have to tell them, reel it in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or enjoy that aspect, but then mm-hmm. have like your real destination, like your mm-hmm. flight manual that is, yes. you know, your ride or die where you can just grab a big pen if you need to and write, cancel out that doctor's appointment. If it, if it comes to that, if, if you really are missing things or mm-hmm. letting down employers or family members or yourself or, you know, just where that um, productivity is lacking for you where you can see a better life but can't quite get there mm-hmm. I've often challenged people and like if if we can't get this to-do list out on a on a back of an envelope I don't know if we're gonna get it written out and prioritized on a Louboutin post-it like you know what I mean like amen if there's a block if and I, and either way I don't have, wrap yourself in Louboutin wrapping paper. I don't care. <laughs> but yeah. if that's the problem, if there's some sort of other block of not knowing how to prioritize, um, I would just challenge mm-hmm. any listeners too um, to just try to grab a back an envelope because it gives you this freedom that it doesn't have to be permanent. It doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't ever have to be seen by anyone and there's a little freedom in that um, mm-hmm. if you're finding that you have a block and, and and really like you said it doesn't matter what the tool is as long as you're using a tool or using something that is going to make you happy and productive and you're going to enjoy yeah well you are cultivating your own community um, with the productivity muse um, and leading some free mini classes. So will you tell us more about that? Because that just excites me to see you have an idea, come to fruition, get a website. Um, You're being a champion for productivity and creativity, which is great. It is a rare find that someone is shouts from the mountaintops about both things, Mm -hmm. right? It's usually like a guru in one camp or the other. It's like, you know, you either have a rainbow sweater and pom-poms on your head and the creative, like, I'm a guru or like a productivity, like, I'm a 50 billionaire and this is what, how you grow your email funnel. And you're like, what? Okay. But you, you come together and offer us just a breath of fresh air with productivity and creativity. So expand. My customers don't know what to do with me because sometimes I show up wearing rainbows to meetings and, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, anyway, uh, so 
because of my background, I have a lot of knowledge in my head and my kids are grown and I, I feel like I need to share what I, what I know about productivity. Um, having been a project manager since about 2003, uh, in between having been a professional organizer, giving classes. So I wanted to do something for the community. And um, so I started a Facebook group on the Productivity Muse. And I'm once a month, I'm going to give these little mini classes, one hour. And actually, we're going to do them on Zoom so we can, you know, interact. And every every month is going to be a different topic. For example, the first month is going to be a topic about the different hats that we wear. Because once again, I feel like that's the, the basis of uh, the foundation of why are we planning, you know, figuring out what is it that we have on our plates and how many different hats we wear and was it really important? And I have a whole class about that. The second class, we're going to build on it as to try to figure out if we're wearing too many hats or we're just, you know, not enough hats. Do we consider everything to basically uh, slice it down like a, like a good old pizza pie and figure it out. And I'm going to teach people how to use a life wheel, which is, um, you, if you Google it, you could find it. It is an excellent tool for gauging how you're doing in certain areas of your life. Then after that, we're going to go on to routines and how to set up a routine. We're going to talk about um, all kinds of different things, forward planning, how to backwards plan, because sometimes um, I find that especially with being a project manager, forward planning and backward planning are key for getting anything done. You know, you, you don't say you're going to do your bathroom and, and magically your bathroom gets renovated. You have to put the steps in place to, you know, find a contractor. When can it be done? You have to do all these planning steps in order to get certain things done. So we're going to so every month I'm going to build a little bit at a time. And basically by the time I'm done with it, it'll be about 13 classes total. You'll, you should have a really good overview if you participate in all of them of a good, really basic planning system. And yeah. is there anything that people will need to take your class or do they just show no, up? Just, do they need to register just show somewhere? Up. Or? No, okay. they just, uh, I put the link in the Facebook group. So each class will have its own individual Zoom link. Um, and all they have to do is come participate. I did, for example, uh, for the for the first class, I did already put a handout uh, that they could start looking and start brainstorming. And if they don't do it before, they could do it after, do it whenever. Um, so they could start brainstorming as to how many hats you wear. Are you a mom? Are you a dad? You know, are you a mom? Are you a stepmom? Are you a sister, mom, or caregiver, you know, to start giving some thought to it. And we'll get into a discussion as to why I'm asking that. So there'll be probably before each class, a little handout and, you know, just come with your brain and, and just listen and, and partake in the conversation. If someone's not on Facebook, can they get the Zoom link from you still? Of course, I could just DM me and I'll send it to them gladly. I just don't want to post it publicly because then, you know, we're going to have trolls in our, you know, class. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because then it's okay. a link that you could just join. True. And there, as we discovered over the whole quarantine, work from home, school from oh, home. Yes. <laughs> it's important yeah, to yeah. lock those meetings down. Yeah, Jamie Marcus Bratcher would be after us. Mm -hmm. Lock your meetings down. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Well, that is really exciting. And I hope that um, you're able to grow that community because like, even after a year of all those mini, you call it mini classes, but I mean, monthly classes, um, mm-hmm. you really could package that into a digital course, you know? Like yeah. work out some of the kinks or not to say that you're I'm projecting kinks, but, you know, I always leave room for the unexpected. Right. And just see yes. what the feedback is from people in the meeting and what they have to offer, offer and contribute. And I don't know. I think that's I don't know if you're interested. I mean, I know you have a lot going on, but I just it'd be cool to put it all together and then people can watch it like on their own or have little production I don't know does that interest you or you're like nah <laughs> I don't know we'll see the first class is this Saturday <laughs> if somebody shows up then we'll talk <laughs> oh. <laughs> here I'm like selling stadium tickets for you I know, like, right? let's just see someone who can find the link first yeah. I love to dream and to <laughs> cast that net so far down because I get so excited for ingenuity and in- entrepreneurship and exactly no, and no, not right? even just always making the money but just contributing and um, cultivating community and I just I love it my passion is inspiring it, it, it just is and for me you know, my planner since 1995 literally has been my lifeline and has helped me raise three kids by myself who are amazing. They're fantastic. And without that little piece of paper stuck in a, you know, I, and I, I still have my original Franklin Covey leather cover, you know, if without those pieces of paper, with all that, without that information being contained within that planner, I would have not been able to raise my kids. Truly. I mean, I'm, I'm, they're lucky they survived, you know, but, <laughs> but it's, I, and I find it to be such a fantastic, amazing tool that I, I, you, you could, you could tell my voice gets all excited that I just want to share it. And that's what I want to do. I want people, somebody out there, maybe with just one person, you know, hopefully help somebody else out. That's such a positive and powerful um, knowledge that you know about yourself, that your passion is inspiring. Mm-hmm. And once you do that reflection and once you accept that confidence about yourself, you can really be an active, um, I don't know, catalyst in other people's lives and just find more joy yourself, don't you think? Like, you know where your direction is. You know that you're at JFK and want to go to LAX, you know? Mm-hmm. you that's um i think a lot of times not having that direction or not having that insight about yourself really can like dampen or tamper what is the word what's the vocab like putting out a fire like you know where you just i would say dampen i guess tamp dampen 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 Someone peed on the fire. (laughs) If you are out on the audience, please tell us which is the correct word. (laughs) We'll now put up a poll on Instagram. (laughs) No, but it it is. It is. I I truly believe that um, planning in itself could be such a magnificent gift, you know, um, and you can have fun doing it. I mean, it doesn't have to be a boring pencil and paper list. You know, I had Franklin Covey. And the darn thing was 
green and white for I don't know how many decades. <laughs> and that's all I ever worked with, you know, and I got excited because I bought in a red pen. Woohoo! You know, but now we have so many, such a beautiful, creative community and you could do anything you want with it. You know, it's, it's, it's so freeing and it's so much fun. Um, like one of the things that I participate in is plan a table blog. And we have challenged ourselves to the three of us to use the same kit in our different styles. One girl, she's a bourgeois. Another one is uses a life planner and I, I use my homemade creation and we all use the same kit and it comes out so different that it is, we're in shock. We look at each other and we go, oh my God, you did that. And oh my God, you did that. So let, don't ever, ever let your stuff not be shown because you think it's not good enough. Just do it and have fun with it. And know that if you do go to a planner meetup, I'm hopeful these will happen again. Oh, yeah. You can say no to have someone look through your planner. They'll probably be asking, but that mm-hmm. is fine. You can totally be like, sure, from this page to this page. It's sort of like, also, I suppose, I tr- I try to, if I hold someone's planner, if I say, can I see this? And then I'll yes. look. I'll say, because think of it like this. If someone hands you a picture on their phone, do you swipe? No. Oh, you no. don't go through their photos. No, I right? do not do that with my kids. Oh, no, you don't swipe. <laughs> yeah, it takes once and you're like, whoops, that was a mistake. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, so so then I, I try to have that same thing. Like if, you know, if the page is open and they hand it to me, I'll say, can I flip through? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just a little courtesy because a lot of that's private. And it's sort of if they're new to a community or a group or new to you, you know, like. Yeah, they might not be accustomed to it, you know, where some people are open book, like, oh, yeah, I did this. I did everything on here online anyway, and I have like two million followers. So like, exactly. what's one more set of eyes? You know, and some people are like, I've never even told my family I do this. So it's really <laughs> weird to like let you see it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, me, I'm the type of person that you could look through everything in my planner. It doesn't matter. Well, now that my plan incorporates my budget. Um, mm. there's a section that I paper clip off, like with three or four paper clips and you can't look at that section, but you know, it's like walking into somebody's house. You don't walk into somebody's house and start inspecting their closets. Right. So somebody, I mean, has, I want to, you want to, but you know, you don't start looking in their medicine cabinet, but you I mean, but, we say we don't, but I mean, it'll <laughs> <laughs> be our secret. <laughs> okay. No, but, you know, so yeah, when somebody hands you a planner, you know, you say, oh, thank you. And then you do ask permission to look through the other sections that are not readily open to you. The more you know from Tabby and Jess. Yes. <laughs> this is planner etiquette. I mean, maybe y'all already did that. And you're like, duh, that's just common sense. But yeah. I'm sure I've flipped through some without asking too. if someone's listening like, it's not what you did when you did my planner. I know. It's like because we get so excited. We can't help it because we want to keep seeing more. There is sort of a, a commonality um, that generally prevails. But in some ways, the last month or two, it feels like this little bit of like such upheaval. Do you know what I mean? And so it's really nice to have positive, uplifting, inspiring voices like yours to share 
there can just be challenges with with communication and relationship of of all kinds, whether it's online, socially, media or not. You know, it happens within your own family. I mean, misunderstandings, just talking to your significant other and you've been with the person for 25 years and you still have misunderstandings. It happens with everybody. The thing is that we have to adapt. We have to, you know, change that little airplane, put it back on track. Um, I think the planet community can recover beautifully, and I think it's going to come back stronger from the recent incidents that have happened. Um, mm. There is more awareness. There is, I, I, I see a lot of positivity out there. I see a lot of people, you know, I, I've, I've discovered planners and, and, and products from companies that I never knew existed, you know, but, and I'm so happy for that. So it'll be okay. It'll be okay. I think it will be. And today, as we're recording, is like the um, July 7th. It's Blackout Tuesday Um, today. Blackout Tuesday. Yeah. So I have no news to update on how. I don't know. It's like, how... How do you know the report of how it went? You know what I mean? Because we don't have access to all the the budgets of all the companies. So, okay, because I know you posted about this too. Can you explain what does that mean to you? Because I know it's like buy from Black-owned shops, but it's, is it also that Black people are not shopping? Or I'm sorry for my ignorance. Do you Can you explain that a little more to me? Um, today is a protest where... Um you the the pe- black people minorities um also um what is the word that they use in bipoc yeah bipoc um, Be- bipoc mm-hmm. people of color i mean anybody could participate allies that's the word that i was looking for allies oh, of mm-hmm. for the black lives mm-hmm. matter movement where we're not going to spend, and I say we because I include myself in that, I am participating, where we will not spend a single dollar um, today because it's like, what, $10 billion or something that is is, is spent by uh, minorities. So, um, so you do not spend your money. So don't shop on Amazon. I mean, like, don't even Uber Eats, things like that. But if you have to go shop, buy shop from a Black-owned business. So today I wanted some Jamaican patties, and I went and I got me some Jamaican patties from a local Black-owned business. <laughs> um, and, and, and the thing is to, as a unified front, show the impact that our, that the money from people, minorities and allies and and the black community have in this economy that is not just, you know, is not just a, a saying, it, it, it's, it's, it's real. I mean, we have a huge impact on what it can and cannot be done financially because money speaks. Mm-hmm. What do you think the hope would be? I mean, obviously then there's awareness of, wow, that really is a lot of money, but then what is the outcome after that? Like there's more representation in commercials or they're, they're bored or like, do you know what I mean? Like what would be? Well, I cannot speak for the entire movement, but for me personally, um, that they do realize that it's not just a minority. It's not just a single incident, there, there is a whole community out there that's being overlooked. And I hope that okay. it brings more awareness 
to what the black community can do for everybody in general. But that's just my opinion and I could be missaying it, but I, I really do hope it brings more awareness. Like what was it? American crafts. Was it? They posted their design oh, yeah. team and then, you know, it, it was, um, uh, a lot of white looking women, even though there were some Hispanics there, but they still look, you know, white, um, it, that it didn't show the proper representation that, you know, that what, and by doing things like that, not having the right representation, you're totally discounting a whole entire community but then again i don't know maybe you might want to edit it out because i might be saying the wrong thing and it might be more no i saw that too i saw that too and then and, and the thing is is like that american crafts owns or is the parent company for a bunch of other mm-hmm. little craft companies too or not little but do you know what i mean yeah, um yeah. separate brand identities or yeah. whatever you'd want to say and yeah, I'm, um, I'm not the most versed i'm also learning uh what is the right thing to say what is not the right thing to say um you know i am i am a i mean i'm latina and but i am latina of, that looks white so i i do you know i have benefited in my life from that privilege but i've also been discounted so it goes both ways i'm not the most eloquent person when it talk when it comes to you know the movement because I am learning, not because I don't have an opinion. It's just because I have to unlearn certain ways of speaking that I had before. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. And that takes um, work. And, and yeah. that, it takes time. It takes habit building. It, it it takes being aware, you know, just just my, like, my little airplane. It takes being aware of where my path is and where I want to get to. Yeah. Check the, check the weather. Check the... Gas tank, yeah, yeah, exactly. All of those well, things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's interesting to get into um, some of the comments. I'm mostly a lurker and observer, yeah. but yeah, with the American crafts and things like that. Like, if you scroll, scroll down, and just to see conversations happening, and that's where some of the unlearning, relearning. Um, representation is coming in some people who have that um, bandwidth at the time and have that kind of energy to help facilitate those conversations some are there Um, some are pushing back saying I think the best crafter shall win is there a check a box on the sheet that says what race you are when you submit you know it and do you want to go down that road where then we are judged and hired by the color of our skin. It is one of those things, like you said, you're learning what to say, what not to say. Exactly. Um, exactly. And I don't always say the right thing. Devil's advocate, quote unquote, like, well, what about the people who are on the team now? Do they get kicked off just because they're white? Like, I don't know, the whole thing. I, I, and, no, and there's really not a place that seems open to having like a, just a completely op- open any question is valid type of place. It, it it feels like that. Yeah. I mean, for me, it feels like that because um, I'm, I'm more so worried about not asking a question and offending somebody. Yeah. Tempers are high right now and, and they should be. And 
we just have to be aware that other people are going to be more sensitive right now than others. Mm -hmm. And we Mm -hmm. have, we cannot take it personally, you know, and we have to reflect on what we said that might've made somebody else's temper raise because we could have been in the wrong, we could have said the wrong thing and not be aware of it because it's something that we might've said forever uh damask love was live today on instagram i thought she said it so beautifully that you know it's it's going to take a a time for change to happen because you've had how was it that she said it she said this one white guy talk you know this one guy be the way he has with his white privilege for like 50 60 years living that way he's not just overnight going to change so change is going to take time. And I thought that was beautifully said. So yeah, it's going to take us all time to adjust. It's going to take us all time to change. Some of us will be able to change. Some of us will not be. But we'll see what happens. And all we could do is continue mm-hmm. the conversation and just keep talking. And if we get frustrated, take a moment, you know, a break. <laughs> take a break. You know, go have a drink of water, come back, and then pick up the conversation later when we're all calm. Yes. I think that's the best we could do. Yes. Whole um, online presence, family life, nature, spiritual life, physical well-being, mental health, uh, pursuits of excellence and goal setting. All of that is always on some teeter-totter. And when we get really, really, really into either any of those too much and not the other ones it can I can my boundaries get all of whack then I get out of whack then there's that ripple effect you know of the, of the people around me so yeah no we have to protect it's them. okay to step away yeah and block the people you want to block um if you have energy that day want to help someone along like me like can we talk about um, affirmative action, you know, is I've had some of those really hard conversations with people in my real life. Um, the, like, <laughs> this is not an easy conversation for us two to have. And it's just the two of us talking right now. And mm-hmm. trying to find the right words sometimes is not easy. And all we could do is, is try. We screw it up, go back, take a break, think about what, reflect on what we said and go back and try to fix it and be better the next time. That's all we can do. I mean, I learned that in project management, you know, working agile, you work a little bit, you see what you did. If it looks good, you ship it out. It doesn't look good. Go back to the drawing board, work on it a little bit more. And you just keep that, keep continuously working on that cycle of improvement. And it's not just for conversations. It's about your planning. It's about your life, you know, what does back planning mean to you? Does that mean more of this like intuitive theme where you, what is it? Or is it literally where you just like go write down what you did? No, uh, because back planning has taken the, the, the definition because of YouTube that you're going back and you're doing mm-hmm. memory keeping. Back, plan- okay. back planning for me means that you have to have something done by a certain date, right? Uh, you want to graduate in with a degree, a master's, a bachelor's degree in science of something or other, right? In order for you to graduate Mm -hmm. with that degree, what are the steps that you need to plan to get there? That's back planning to me. Oh, 
Okay. So uh, it, okay. it is is a supply chain term. Um, if you work in production, is is a term used frequently in supply chain. So for back planning, in order for me to have a product done at a certain date and time, I have to say, okay, this product needs to ship by this date. In order for me to ship it out by this date, I need to produce it on that date. And in order for me to produce it on that date, that means I have to order the parts for it on this day. So that's back planning. Um, to bring that into an example of real life, you want to have a birthday party. And for the birthday party, you want to have the bathroom remodeled, right? So you have a, a date of the birthday party. But in order to get the bathroom remodeled in time to do that, what are the steps? How long is it? How long, how back, far back you have to have the shower head order? How far back you have to have the tub order? Sitting down and thinking about, okay, the tub gets in by this day. And the whole me- mechanism of coming up with that plan that's back planning okay yeah i i did that i didn't have a name for it but when i had small kids or even when i just started having the babies Uh i have four kids um i thought where do picture them at 18 and you're saying goodbye or i mean i'm not going to kick them out day one but you know what i mean like whatever Uh the supposed you know you're done kind of thing which you're never done but um what do I want to have had experienced with that individual? What are some of the um, things that I want to teach them? What do I want? What what can I help facilitate in their growth as now standing there an adult and then back planned it, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I you mean, have- not to the T, but it's yeah. like you start coming down to what are your values and then it and how are you going to implement that? You know, is it going to be independence? So then, you know, by eight, you should be kind of figuring out how to fold your towels. Yeah. And, you know, by 10, you should be fully automated on all your laundry, yeah. you know. And by by 12, you know, you understand um, purchasing better. Not to say that I want them to pay their own clothes. I'm providing for them. But, like you know, the the value of your clothes. And then maybe by 14, you know how to be savvy about um, maybe fashion or, you know, mm-hmm. it just, it, 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 it rolls out to by where you're 18, you know how to take care of your clothes. You know how to wear them that best suits your body and expresses who you are. You maybe know how to repair them. I mean, I don't. I just kind of get new stuff because we're in that level of society right now, mm-hmm. and I don't know how to sew. But you know, and you don't need to come home and be like I don't know how to do my laundry. So you kind of have to go backwards. And so I did that with my kids, but I don't do that with anything else. So you've really inspired me, Tabby, to kind of look at like how do you do it and in a different it. way. I mean, you back when you yeah. when you want to meet up with your friends. And you're back planning. Let's say you, you make a date to go to lunch with your girlfriends on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And you go, oh, okay, on Saturday, I'm going to wear this outfit. You've back planned for that, for that day already. And you say, okay, I'm going to be at the restaurant by 1 o'clock. That means I need to leave my house by 12, which means I have to be in the shower by 1030 because it takes me an hour and a half to get ready. You have already back planned. So without thinking about it for certain things in life, we do it. 
But for other things in life, we don't think that way. And I don't know why, but we don't think that way. And we, we fail at a plan because we didn't sit down and think about what we, what are the steps we need to get there. Yeah. Or even recognize where we wanted to exactly. go. You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hmm. I also could do that first style back planning a little better too, I might add. Like, <laughs> kind of like, what should I wear? I don't know. I'm supposed to be leaving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Some people do it at the last minute, too. but mm-hmm. I, it's so ingrained in me that I, 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 yeah, even my kids know, oh, okay, mom mom has to be out of the house by this time. And, and, and it's also part of what you put down in your planner, because if you got to be at a restaurant at a, a one o'clock, and it takes you 45 minutes to get there, you might want to write down in mm-hmm. your planner, leave at 1215 because it takes me 45 minutes to get there. And little things like I think that's a very things like that help. Sorry, no, go ahead. ahead. Little things like that really do help a lot, a lot in life. I was going to say that planning of margin or just the space between the cushion of what real life takes, I think is maybe an underestimated um, or underrepresented in an odd way in like planner YouTube or planner flip throughs or planner spreads. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not looking as closely as I used to because. No, no, you're, you're, I'm you're not, correct. But... I, I watch a lot of, I love watching YouTube because it's just, it's so relaxing for me to watch people put down their stickers. But, um, <laughs> but I, it is true. I, I don't, one of the people that I think does a great job of explaining like things like that, like, okay, in order for me to get here in the evening, I have to catch the train or whatever is a uh, plan with Lakin. I think her name is uh, Lakin. She does a fantastic job of, you know, figuring out, I have to be here by this time, but in order for me to get there, I have to do step A, B, C. And not a lot of planners in uh, on YouTube actually show those steps, but some of them do you know yeah yeah well and yeah some like you said are so internalized that they they might not even realize but yeah for for some of us be like oh yeah i've actually utilized um alexa oh sorry if you're listening to this alexa (laughs) stop (laughs) um your computer person if you so have one um i use that as a personal assistant I'll say like before a podcast I know I need a certain amount of time to get my mic set up and I don't want to be rushed and review the notes or an interview packet or whatever you know is a memory to do um so I will actually set a timer to leave enough time to stop what I'm currently doing because that's the thing what I what I started running into is I would set a timer okay let's say 15 minutes ahead <laughs> Right. Like, let's say we had an interview at 11. I'd set the uh, timer for 1045. Well, I might have been doing something before. Right. Like, likely I wasn't just standing in the middle of the kitchen staring, like (laughs) talking to someone. I'm doing something. I'm eating something. You know, maybe there's crackers out on the counter. Maybe um, I'm in the pulling a weed or whatever. Maybe I'm just scrolling TikTok, whatever it is. I'm likely doing something mm-hmm. um so when that alarm would go off knowing i needed 15 minutes there was still this like time i needed to transition away from the activity i was doing but i still needed that full 15 mm-hmm. minutes with with the, the mic and everything else so 
I'm starting to try to stretch that a little bit more to be like, okay, well, I might actually need time to sweep up the little crumbs on the counter because otherwise I would just leave it and I'd fly upstairs. I got a podcast. (laughs) It's just like, okay, tornado alley. So something I'm currently working on, but it's kind of that same idea of if I have a podcast, then <laughs> I need time to prep. I need time to finish what I was doing before, you know, things like that. And um, and some people forget to take that aspect into different areas of their life. You're doing that to have a successful podcast, right? Um, what mm-hmm. uh, what is, will be another area in your life that you're going, oh, my God, I'm sucking at it. <laughs> I never get there on time. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and imagine if you took that professional attitude that you had towards the task of setting up your podcast into maybe your lunch date with your girlfriend you might actually i'm not saying that you're late i don't know (laughs) oh yes i am that was well read well read yes 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 i am (laughs) i'm intuitive as well no just kidding um yes you are but uh you might take that mentality into making it on time for your lunch date with your girlfriends of, oh, okay, I, I know that I have to be in such and such place and such and such time. I know it takes me an hour and a half just to plan my outfit. And I know it takes me another hour and a half to shower, do my hair and my makeup. So I need three hours. Plus, let me go find out really quickly how long of a drive is it to get there because I've never been there before. And if you take that mentality and carry it across to other areas in your life, you'll do fantastic. I had a customer when I was doing time management. She she was a business. She was a woman entrepreneur. She was starting up her own business and she was never making it to an appointment before she retired because she retired early. And before she started her business, she was a nurse. And I'm like, oh, my God, did you kill any patients? And she's like, what? Oh, my God, no. And I'm like, so what did you do as a nurse that set you up for success? And she said, I had a routine of when I first came in, I would check the who were my patients. I would do this. I would do that. And and I'm like, okay, so why can't you carry that mentality, that, that professional mentality that you had as a nurse into this task as a, your own boss, as your uh, as being an entrepreneur, and she said that changed her life. That that switch in mentality. So maybe now after this, you can make it to your lunch, your girlfriend's lunch on time. <laughs> Watch out! Watch world. out! You'll make my sister in law really happy. Yeah, because <laughs> we always have a birthday lunch. We celebrate each other's birthdays, and <laughs> there's one who particularly really loves to be on time, and I try very, very hard for that particular one, and I'm typically early just to that one because yeah I think it shows a sign of respect and I know that's really important to her um but yeah I I definitely could take that um that's kind of like leveling up don't you think like when you really just have a mindset shift Mm -hmm. of valuing your time valuing those you're interacting with and and I don't know Mm. Hmm. I'll have to add my one little word of the year is reflection so I'll have to take what you have said and reflect if you can make it to work on time you can make it to work you can make it to a lunch date on time. <laughs> what, what what changes? Yes. You know, it's it's just the way that we approach it. It's our mentality. So treat it like it's a lunch date, you know, like a work date or something like that. And you'll be there on time. Yeah. So if my friends could give me a paycheck, that'd be great. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Share it with me. I'm a professional friend. I'm a companion. We can, let's have mimosas. Just kidding. <laughs> 
Awesome. Well, Tabby, this has been a great conversation. Difficult and lighthearted in its own right, but I appreciate your time and I value your input and your story. Thank you for sharing it with my audience. Oh, no worries. Anytime. We are looking forward to seeing the productivity muse take off in your new image and your new where that direction you want to take it. So thanks again for coming. (laughs) Thanks for listening to another episode of Planner Lifestyle Podcast. Make sure to check out Tabby's new mini class, which is totally free and does not even require registration. All you need is a Zoom link and your presence and you get to participate in a class about all the different hats you wear and spend some time doing the work about making your involvement and your roles in life the most powerful that they can be. Also, you can catch Tabby on the Planner Table vlog on YouTube. Make sure to come back to Planner Lifestyle Podcast next week to catch an episode with Jody from Life's Organized Chaos. Bye!